Hello and welcome to the Adam Fury podcast. So, episode 15. Um, so I've just finished the Corella episode and I'm in the mood to do some more podcasting actually. So I, th- I thought I'd do some catching up since I've been off for like, what, a month? Two months roughly, I think it's been. Yeah, two months. So I think I'll do a couple more episodes actually of stuff that's been on my mind. Um, for this episode, I wanted to sort of discuss another video game. I wanted to do another video game topic. Um, <laughs> I, I do realise, I look at my podcast and I go, caught some of these topics just jump from random subject to random subject. And I think that's why my demographic at the moment is a mess. But uh, really, I just feel like when you're podcasting, you should just really talk about what interests you in the moment. And... Yeah, and this is what's just been on my head at the moment, and this is where I'm going to put my thoughts. So, Final Fantasy Fifteen. This is what I wanted to sort of discuss about Final Fantasy Fifteen. So originally, Final Fantasy Fifteen was called Final Fantasy Versus Thirteen, and I sort of wanted to discuss the original concept of Final Fantasy Versus Thirteen and what happened to it. Now, originally, I think this was announced years and years and years ago. I think back in 2006, I think we got that sneak peek of Noctis on his throne. And he's in that limo chauffeur seat looking out at this Shinjuku city. And we had Stella, this mysterious long blonde haired lady who had a rapier blade. And, you know, and you got the sense that it was going to have a sort of tragic ending, there was a sort of Romeo and Juliet vibe about it and then, about over ten years later to switch to 2016 we then get Final Fantasy 15, completely rebranded Stella's no longer in it, she's now a lady called Luna and um, the whole mythology is slightly different the cool, amazing city that we kept seeing in the trailers we don't even get to play in it that much till the very end of the game or we see it in this really huge explosive film but we don't really get to experience it on a video game scale that we were made to believe that we would and um, afterwards you could tell there was a lot of drama with the series as well because Tetsuya Nomura, the character designer um, and he's responsible for some of the big Final Fantasy characters that people think of so for example Cloud or Sephiroth or Squall, those sort of urban designs of Final Fantasy characters he's responsible for and he's also generally he's in charge as well of Kingdom Hearts but um, from, what I remember, from what I remember reading and I don't know whether it's all official but um, the project for Final Fantasy Vs. 13 was a little bit of a mess with development because he kept changing his mind and his ideas and his concept of what he wanted to do with the game. And from what I understand, it sounds like Square Enix sort of stepped in and took the reins. Um, and this is all speculation at the end of the day. We will never know what happened behind closed doors. But what happened after the game was released when you see Kingdom Hearts for example even the next one that's being teased a lot of it shows 
you know, Final Fantasy versus 13 imagery of the old Noctis and, you know, Stella. And I think in some ways, you know, if you're doing that, there's a sense of bitterness because he did get replaced. And Final Fantasy 15 was a good game, but, you know, it was a game with issues. I mean, the first half was great, but I think with Luna Freya, they really missed out with having more cutscenes and just interaction before, you know, the major plot point where, well, there will be spoilers in this, so I will now, there's spoilers, Ugh, there's spoilers in every single podcast. If you're clicking onto this and you haven't played the game, then I don't know what else to say. But the spoiler is that Luna Freya does die. But a lot of players said they didn't feel much of a connection when she died because there just wasn't a lot of scenes with Noctis and Luna Freya. And uh, that was a little bit of a missed opportunity, I think. And uh, so you you had that issue. And the other issue as well was just the fact that... The last bit of the game just feels really rushed, like they ran out of time to finish developing it. Um, There was a lot of DLC, which should have made it into the final game. And afterwards, there was the sense that the game wasn't quite finished and they were going to add more to it. They were going to add this person's story and that person's story, which was fine. But then, on the last anniversary, I think it was, of 15... They announced that all that DLC was being cancelled and they were closing the department for developing any more for the game. And that was it. Final Fantasy XV was dead. Even the Instagram closed it down and it was like, right, that's it. We've moved on to Final Fantasy VII Remake. And I think that's my issue with Square Enix. They really just drop the ball sometimes with some of these Final Fantasy games. I mean, they, they learned a valuable lesson never ever hype a game when it hasn't even entered into development that's like jk rowling hyping up the last book of harry potter and she hasn't even written it and she'll take 10 years or more before she even writes it and then because the hype is so high no matter what she writes it will be a fail i mean that's just such a bad way of going about doing things i mean especially because it changed so much visually from conception to release including the mythology the whole mythology had changed because there was meant to be like a death god and he was taken in part in Shinjuku and even the first one was looked a lot more mature because when Noctis stabbed monsters there was blood Final Fantasy XV they removed the blood and Luna Fred just people didn't really warm to her because it looked like Stella was going to be the villain and not a cartoonish female villain. She was going to be the villain, like the opposing. Like, they'd be lovers, but they're also villains that they'd have to fight each other at the end. That was sort of the concept people got from it. Which I think was interesting. It was new. It was fresh for a Final Fantasy game. But instead, we got Final Fantasy XV, which... It was alright. But I just sort of think... What could have been with Final Fantasy Versus Thirteen? What would have happened with Tetsuya Nomura? But at the same time, I have to say, Tetsuya Nomura's writing, and uh, I'm sorry to bash on Tetsuya Nomura. Um, Tetsuya Nomura is great at many things. He's great at character designs. 
you know, he's made Kingdom Hearts, which has been, you know, a fantastic series till, well, I think Kingdom Hearts 3 dropped the ball a little bit, but that's just my opinion on that matter. But, um, I don't know if he would have done great with the story for Final Fantasy Versus 13. I think there was probably a reason, a legitimate reason why he had to be replaced. He was probably stretched thin. And even when playing Final Fantasy VII Remake, when I when I played the story of Final Fantasy VII Remake, and this sort of highlights as well his story writing skills, the, the man just can't help himself with making the plot convoluted or just making it unnecessarily... I don't know what the word is to describe his story writing, but for example, Final Fantasy VII has a great plot. The, the story is already sorted. You know, Square Enix could have had this easily in the bag. You you just remake the story, higher definition, because, you know, it's updated from PS1 graphics, and you follow the story that has worked, and it's already there. But replaying Final Fantasy VII Remake, it is clear that it is not quite a remake. It is a going to be a reimagining where they're going to have some parallel worlds, or I don't know, they're going to have some alternative alternative choices of what the story could be based on what you decide to do by changing fate. Because at the beginning they had, ooh, fate, you're going to challenge fate in whether Aerith dies or not. And... Even, like, at the end, when you fight these monsters, I was thinking, oh, my God, this reminds me of Kingdom Hearts. The bit where you fight that towering Heartless, and, you know, you're on Destiny Island, and all this discussion of fate. And I was like, hang on a second. Did Tetsuya Nomura write this? And I was like, oh, my God, this feels like a Kingdom Hearts game. And I don't say that as a compliment. Kingdom Hearts story writing, when you get older and you sort of look at it, it's just very, it's very simple in some ways and very overly convoluted for no good reason I think I don't think there's a good reason for it to be that convoluted I mean you know the dialogue friendship and magic and fine all great and dandy but I just sort of think do we really need to make it so could we have not just kept the original story that was fine some things don't you know don't fix what isn't broken and and I'm just worried because the problem is when you make something too complicated you then have to be able to keep up with it you have to keep up that energy and if you can't the payoff will not be great and that that's that's what tends to happen in Final Fantasy stories. I mean, the concept sounds great, but the execution is always off with Tetsuya Nomura. And going back to why I'm making this episode, is just the concept of Final Fantasy versus 13 always gets me excited. I always think if they had the right writer, or if they had the right person in charge, it could have been one of possibly the best Final Fantasy games. If they left the blood in, and because you know Stella was not a conventional villain you know and I think what would have been cool is if you played as Noctis to the end and maybe there's a part where you also play as Stella 
and you get to this point where you have to choose one of them to fight against the other. Kind of like at the end of a Nier Ultimate. Now, Nier, I think Nier's fantastic. Um, whoever was... Oh, I forgot the guy's name, but whoever was in charge of Nier, they knew exactly what they wanted. They knew exactly what they were doing. And even now, if you look on YouTube, you'll find analysis of why Nier's story is just brilliant and the themes it covers and what exactly it wants to do and say. But um, I think the problem recently with all Final Fantasy games is just as we get to the latest console, the development time just takes so long because back in the PlayStation 1 era, it was more focused on story, you know, and there was something charming about the pixel graphics. And, you know, you got these games which were like four discs long, but you knew you had someone who put their heart into the story. And I think that's the key thing. You could have the most beautifully beautiful graphic games, but if the story's not there, then it's a failure in my book because the whole reason people play these games as well is because of the story. You know, you get invested in the characters, you get invested in the journey, you get invested in the story, the revelations, the twists and the turns. Final Fantasy X is an example of just a game that pins it down really well. I mean, the battle system is great. The character development is fantastic. Just from start to finish, there's so much that happens. And even the themes that it goes through. And I just sort of think sometimes about Versus 13 because I just sort of think that would have been interesting. It's like a new way of sort of doing it. Because I always think with Final Fantasy, when you get to like, what, 16 is going to be out soon at some point, maybe next year or the following, you start to think, right, you've done this 16 times, this game. You need to, how are you going to keep it fresh? How are you going to keep it, how are you going to make it new? And, you know, sometimes you have to take risks. And I do appreciate it's tough because each time Square Enix takes a risk, people completely lose the plot. I mean, it's so funny. I remember Final Fantasy XII, people, I think some people hated it on release. But now looking back at it, people are like, oh, actually, Twelve was a good game. And actually, it's really underappreciated. I mean, don't get me wrong. There was a lot missing from that game, especially in terms of character interaction like I think it's criminal that you know Fran and Bosch barely say more than two sentences throughout the whole game you know that sort of lack of you know what 13 has 13 has tons of character interaction so many scenes but it doesn't have the world exploration that 12 has so you know each game has its strengths and its flaws unfortunately but also, people, I don't think people realise the developmental hell that these games go through. For example, the guy who was in charge of 12, I remember watching a video about, he went, they put him through so much stress and pressure. I think Barsh was supposed to be the original protagonist, but they were like, oh, an old man in his 30s is not going to appeal to young, to young, to our young demographic. We need to change the protagonist to or basically Vaughn, this teenage orphaned boy. And um, the problem is, if you've been in charge of a project, you've planned the story, you've planned who the main character is, to then have someone say you have to change all of that for a new character, 
I think it's quite stressful. That basically changes the whole game, and you have to go through everything all over again. And I think after that game, he retired. The stress was so much to his health, he retired from the video game industry. I think that's the other thing. People just don't realise how much stress people go through when making these games, and just how much pressure and time and creativity it takes. And I don't think the investors and higher-ups really take that into consideration. So, because I think if Final Fantasy XII had a little bit more time for someone to sort things out, then maybe the character side, the character development interaction side would have been better. Going back to Versus 13, I just sort of think back to all those images. I think back to that one scene when Stella and Noctis, they're in like... um, Noctis is in like a dark suit and still is in like an evening gown and they're at the top of this skyscraper and they're looking at this portrait of you know, this creepy sort of grim reaper figure who's meant to be like a like a Japanese death god or something like that it's really and they're looking at it and they're sort of discussing the mythology behind it and they're on the top of this tower in Shinjuku at night and I just sort of look at it and I think that would be an interesting game and I would really like it if somebody, if, you know, you know what, let Tetsuya Nomura do what he wants to do with it, I think, because, you know, the guy made Noctis, he had this idea for the game, and I think what happened was, you know, Square Enix, after the whole debacle with 13, they needed another main entry and just looked at Versus 13 and were like, well, this is popular, we're going to make this the next main entry, but we need to get rid of the blood. And we need to make it more Final Fantasy because, you know, this is too experimental. This is too too dark and too edgy. We need to make it more mainstream, what we know will work. And I think in some ways that was its undoing in some ways. I mean, it performed well, but it also performed well because, you know, people were hyped for this game for 10 years. And they they put a lot of money into advertising this game I mean you know there was so much advertisement for this game it was insane I mean they even made a million pound regalia car for it like an actual car you know we just think crikey how much money are you spending on advertising it's just insane but um I just wanted to put it out there I would love for someday to be a versus 13 um, if it ends up in Kingdom Hearts, fine, but I just don't think Kingdom Hearts is the right place for it. I think Kingdom Hearts will be restricted because of Disney. Unless, of course, we have a Kingdom Hearts game where the Disney characters take a backseat and we just focus on the original Kingdom Hearts characters like Sora and his friends. I wouldn't mind a Kingdom Hearts game where we sort of took a break from Disney. Is that controversial to say because it's always been with Disney? Probably. But I really wouldn't mind if Disney took a back seat and we had a Final Fantasy versus 13-esque Kingdom Hearts game. That would be really good. Uh, Yeah. 
And who knows, maybe if it starts off in Kingdom Hearts, we could get our own Versus 13. I think I'm still hung up on Versus 13. I just really want that game. <laughs> and we'll never get it. We'll always just have 15. But I just think it'd be nice to have a 15 and a Versus 13. You know. Or like a re... You know, like what, what's to stop that? And if more people demand for it, like they say, with like say with seven, who knows? But uh, oh, we'll see. We'll see what the future holds. But yeah, what a weird podcast has turned out to be. It feels like a sort of like a wish list and sort of annoyances and grievances. And I'll just never forget when I was in secondary school, I saw that trailer and just the music. Oh, the music for it was so good. And just when you wait 10 years for something and you have this image in your head of what's going to happen. And then when you get to the release, just how much of it is changed and you get sort of quite disappointed, really. You still hang on to that feeling of what it could have been into inside your head instead. And that point, yeah, you just have to... I think one thing I will do is at some point I will have to write or create, like, my own version of Versus 13. Because in my head, yeah, I will have to incorporate the concept it's my writing at some point because I just really like that concept and I thought it would have been really good I don't know just give a chance for Versus 13's ideas to somehow get into the world yeah anyway (laughs) I think I've reached the end of that I've literally just lamenting now about that not happening so it's turned into a little bit of a oh why didn't it happen but yeah let me know what did you think did you enjoy 15 do you wish Versus 13 was a thing? Or do you think it was the right decision? What do you think of Final Fantasy games lately? Do you think they've gone downhill since the old ones? Let me know your thoughts and I shall see you next time. Bye.